James chapter 1 from verse 19 onwards. Please pray this prayer after me. Lord, open my eyes to see your truth. Lord, open my ears to hear your truth. Lord, open my mind to receive your truth. Lord, open my heart to keep your truth. Let me be a doer of your word and not a hearer only. Let me bring forth much fruit to the praise and glory of God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Speak, Lord. I will listen and obey. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Praise be to God. We're going to read from James chapter 1, verse 19 onwards. Understand this, my dear brothers and sisters. You must all be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Human anger does not produce the righteousness God desires. Get rid of all the filth and evil in your lives, and humbly accept the word God has planted in your hearts, for it has the power to save your souls. Praise be to God. I'm going to read this in the New King James Version also. So we'll just read this. James chapter 1, verse 19, 20, and 21 and 22. So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls. Praise be to God. We have some more verses that are uh, very uh, important that will go with this. But since the Spirit of God is causing me to stop right here for now, we will stop right here. I'm going to read this in NIV. So let's just go to verse NIV. Let's just go to NIV translation and we will read from verse 19. James 1 verse 19. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to become angry because human anger does not produce the righteousness that righteousness that God desires. Therefore, get rid of all moral filth and the evil that is so prevalent and humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save you. Praise be to God. There's a reason why we're reading this again and again and again in um, three different um, translations. It is for us to read it, read it, and reread it so that we get the meaning, the basic meaning of what the scriptures say. And then the Spirit of God will speak further from here. First of all, this is written to believers. This is not written to unbelievers. This is written to believers. The Spirit of God is speaking through the writer of this book of James, through James, talking to the believers there. Take heed or take note of this. 
all of you here. You should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. These three things are very important. The Spirit of God is bringing these three things today for you to keep in front of you to make sure that you bring under control that which you need to and engage in that which God wants you to in a, in a manner that the Spirit of God wants you to. So when it comes to anger, we saw about righteous anger and unrighteous anger. Anger that will produce the righteousness of God and anger that does not produce the righteousness of God in the life training school. But for those of you who are not in life training school, I want to say it here so you understand the message behind this. God is not saying, well, you can get angry, but just wait a little bit and then just shoot out your mouth and just say what you have in your mind and and that's what being slow to angry is. You hold it in and then you burst out and say that, well, I was so quiet all this time and I can't take it anymore now. You get it. No, that's not what the Bible says. The Spirit of God here, he's giving his word to us very clearly. He says, it's not an option. He's not saying, well, it's good to be someone who is a good listener. No. He's not saying, well, try to be a good listener because I know you can't listen all the time. No. He says, every one of you, listen, you should be quick to listen. This is how you should be. You who are in the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. You who are a member of the body of Jesus Christ. You who is a brother or a sister in Christ. Grafted by God in that vine. God says, you, you should be quick to listen. This is a spiritual skill that everyone needs to practice, engage in, in order for you to become perfect in that. How can you be quick to listen if you're quick to speak? How can you be quick to listen if you are Quick to bring other thoughts inside. Let other thoughts inside. See, listening means, write this down, it's important. Listening means you are intently listening to what is being given. That means at that point, everything else is shut down. You're taking everything in. You can take something in while you're pushing something out. It doesn't work that way. So a person who has to listen quickly, listens intently, that means everything else is put away. Distractions are put away. Doubts are put away. You know, there are people, while God is speaking in the church, while the Spirit of God is speaking, all of a sudden, they'll be carried away by something. And all of a sudden, they're not there. Physically, they're there. But spiritually, they're not there. What happened to them? They completely missed everything. Everything. It's a good portion that God wanted to give, and that could have been the most important blessing that God would have given to them that day. The whole thing is gone because they are in their own world. Satan came and 
Like the bird came and took the seeds away, Satan came and he just distracted them. All of a sudden, hey, look at that, hey, look at that, or look at this. Oh, you know what? Oh, we, I should have done this. All of a sudden, it'll be like even God is reminding them of something they forgot 10 years ago. They completely missed out on what God was speaking. If you want to be someone who can really hear from God, if you want to be someone who can receive from God, you need to be someone who can shut everything else down, shut the external so that you can let the Spirit of God speak to you. That's number one. It's foundational. It's important to shut everything that is around you. That's number one. Number two, very important, shut yourself down. It's important. If you try to be, I am my own person and I like to think my own way and this is how I was brought up and this is how I think, well, you won't receive at that point. If you don't shut yourself, you're not going to receive. So the Spirit of God is speaking to our hearts this night. Shut everything that is around you if you want to hear the voice of God. When you go to seek God, when you're in the house of God, when you are spending time with God, it's important to shut the external voices that are there. Don't be checking your phone while you're in the house of God. Don't be texting back and forth while you're in the house of God, unless you invited someone to the house of God. And they're lost somewhere, you're making sure that they get there. It's understandable. Or you have someone in the hospital and emergency room, whatever it is. You can still trust God, but you need to have the communication open. Even for you to see something and ask for prayer, that's fine. You can understand that. May God help us to understand. When we are in the presence of God, that faith has to be there where God will take care. And that faith has to be there. God is speaking. Therefore, I'm listening. Priest in the temple, Eli, once he recognized that God Almighty is trying to communicate with the young child, Samuel, he told him to say something that's very important that will cause God to give him the message, which was, speak, Lord, for your servant, listens or hears. I will listen and I will obey. When we position ourselves before God Almighty, and we say, God, I will listen. At that point, you are required to shut everything. I mean, if you think that you can keep your TV loud and you can keep, you know, on one side, the TV is loud. On the other side, you have the music playing. And, and, and then you're trying to speak on the phone. Or you're trying to talk to your spouse, to your, to your kids. No. What are you going to do at that point? If you're conveying something and something is important, you're going to shut everything so that you can hear the other person. If you want to hear from God, you need to shut the other voices that are around you. Whatever is contrary to the voice of God needs to be shut down, including your own voice. You need to shut the voice of Satan. The voice of Satan will work through your surroundings. The voice of Satan will work through people. The voice of Satan can work through your own mind. It's so important to shut everything down. If you want to hear the voice of God, many people come and ask me, how can I hear the voice of God? Or do you have time for him? Are you going to give that time? 
Are you going to show God that you will do what he says? A lot of times we want counsel, but we don't want to follow. Why should he give you the counsel then? God is speaking to us at this hour. If you want to hear God and hear him clearly, you need to be someone who will shut everything down and listen. That's number one. Shut everything around you. Number one. Number two, shut your own voice that'll try to come and reason that'll try to come with 10,000 excuses that'll try to come and say why you can't or why you can actually do better than what God is saying. Or it'll come and crowd and drown, crowd out or drown the voice of God. And your own voice is there. God speak to our hearts of this hour. If you want to hear the voice of God, we should be someone who shut out the voice of the stranger. Jesus said this, my sheep, they hear my voice and they follow me. My sheep, they hear my voice and they follow me. They don't hear the voice of the stranger. When they hear the voice of the stranger, what do they do? They just go the other way. They look for the voice of the shepherd. We need to be like that. When God speaks, we need to be able to listen for that. We need to detune ourselves from everything else. Shut out everything that will crowd your mind. Shut out everything that will pull you down. Shut out everything that is negative, everything that comes against you from receiving what God has for you. Be quick to listen. That's number one. How do you listen? Whatever God gives, you want to be someone who will listen right away. That's what quick means. Quick is to listen intently and hear right away. Uh, Lord, you want to say this? Well, I need to take care of this and um, I'll come to you a little later, Lord. God, I have more important things to do and I know you're speaking now. I'll come and listen later. No. We want to put him first. When we are quick to listen, then God will speak to us. That's when we can hear God. Next is, let's just go there. Next part. Slow to speak. Be quick to listen and slow to speak. As he's speaking, it is important for us to take everything in. When you take everything in, you're going to be busy doing what God says. Whatever the Lord says, you need to take in and you have to put whatever the Lord said in front of you. And see, does he want me to say this? Does he want me to speak this? Does the Lord want me to say this? The listening part has to be the majority portion of our walk with God. Where we can hear from God. And then the speaking part in proportion to the listening part has to be less. If we... Listen this much and speak this much. It's a bad combination. How many of you will say, well, salt is good. Salt is good. How many of you know that you need salt pretty much for everything you eat? Salt is good. Very good. Very important. If you don't have it, then your food will taste really bland. And it's also important for your body. Your body needs sodium. However, how many of you will say, well, I'm going to cook rice 
one is to one ratio. One cup of rice and one cup of salt, I'm going to put it. How many of you will be able to sit down and eat even a spoon or two of that? Think about it. Think about it. This much rice, this much dough. How many of you have baked? How many of you think that one cup of wheat flour or one cup of all-purpose flour or whatever flour you use? And you say, one cup of salt, is it? Or a quarter spoon, quarter spoon, or half a spoon, depending on two, three cups you're going to use. Nobody's going to use like even one tablespoon for one cup of uh, whatever you're going to use. Salt is good, but it has its place. If you eat too much salt, what will happen? What will happen? You can have high blood pressure. You can have water retention. You can develop all kinds of diseases. All your levels in your body will go out of balance. You need to have proper ratio in your body. You need to have salt. If salt goes less, it's a problem. If it goes more, it's a problem. But God has given us these taste buds where the body will say, this much, no more. I can't take any more than that. Our speech is like that. What we say is more like that salt that is needed at the right time. Your words, not more. If we are quick to speak and slow to listen, or quick to speak, quick to listen, not good. Not a good combination. Quick to listen Slow to speak and slow to wrath. Even righteousness, righteous indignation has its place. If righteous indignation goes out of proportion at that point, it will become self-righteousness. No more the righteousness of God. So even if you see something go wrong, it has to be done or dealt with in God's way, not according to what you think. If you say, well, sugar, I'm not talking about processed sugar, you say fruit sugar is good. But if you make that your main meal, not good. Everything has its place. Even in baking, you're not going to put one cup of flour and one cup of sugar. Not good. Everything has its place. Honey is good, but too much of honey can turn into poison. Everything has its place. God is speaking at this hour. Righteousness, righteous indignation, what God says is good. That's why he says, slow to wrath. It has its place. Slow. Where you need to, like when Jesus came, he didn't come every week and take a whip and whip everything all the time. No, he had a day for that and he had a place for that. But when it was time, he did it good. He overturned everything that needed to be overturned. And he didn't say, well, I'm filled with this wrath of God. And he didn't make that whip and whip all human beings there. No. He didn't do that. He didn't even do that with the animals. No. 
He had it while controlled. He didn't lose it saying that I am full of zeal and, and just do whatever. No. That's acting out of flesh. But he was dominated by the Spirit of God. Even with that righteous anger, he fulfilled the will of God there by removing that which needed to be removed out of the house of God and bringing in that which needed to be brought into the house of God, which was prayer. My house shall be called a house of prayer. And you, you made it into a den of thieves. He got those thieves out. And he got all the stolen items out. Whatever shouldn't be there, you made it into a marketplace. He took all the business out. He took the robbers out. And he took all the mess makers out. And then... He made it into a place of prayer where he prayed and he healed the sick after that. Salt is good, remember. Sweet is good, remember. I'm not talking about the bad sweet. I'm talking about the fruits and whatever is necessary in your body that will build your body up, not break it down. But even that which is meant to build you, if you overeat that, you will get disease. But the main course has to be the main course. And the main thing that God says here is quick to listen. Whatever God says, our ears should be open for that. For that, the me has to be out. Only when the me is out will be people who will be quick to listen. And this is where the Spirit of God speaks so beautifully. He says, how can you quickly listen? How can you become a quick listener? Let's just go here. I'm just going to take you to the scripture here. Verse 21. Humbly accept the word planted in you, which can save your soul. Who can be quick listener? Who can be a quick listener? Who are the people who are going to become quick listeners? Those who are humble. When you are humble, you're going to be eager to receive everything that God has. Whatever is not good when it's told to you, you're not going to take offense to it. Or you're not going to say, well, I'm not going to ask because I know this is going to be a no. I'm not going to ask because I don't want to hear it. Well, I don't want to be told. And how many people have heard that say, I don't want to be told. Oh my Lord. That will kill them. If you don't want to be told, you're not going to be told, but you're going to die anyway. The reason why you're being told is to escape death. This is why. It's like some people will say, oh, I don't want to know that I have cancer. Well, you have stage one and you can escape this. Know this, get treated and get out of this. And this is what God says here. When we say, I don't want to know it, I don't want to be told. Well, at that point, we think that we know it all and we're perfect. And that's the first step for a big downfall. God is speaking to our hearts today. We need to understand that being humble will cause us or position us to listen and receive everything that we need. And you know what that will do? This is talking about believers. It will save your soul. Yes. Yes. When we humble ourselves, we say that, I want to listen. God, I want to listen. 
I will do what you say. I need to hear from you. I want to listen. I want to be someone who listens. I want to be someone who listens. And if I want to be someone who listens, it's not just enough saying, oh God, make me a good listener. Oh God, make me a good listener. Oh God, make me a good listener. It's, can't do, it's not going to do anything to us if we don't humble ourselves and put ourselves in a place where God can speak to anyone. When a little child comes and says, what you're doing is wrong, you can say, hey, close your mouth. I know what I'm doing. You know how many parents do that? The child knows what you're doing is wrong. God is speaking to you through that child. At that point, what are you doing? Are you bringing pride in front of you and say, hey, be quiet. I know what I'm doing. You're not bigger than me. You've got parents who do that. That's not good for you, mommy. Or that's not good for you, daddy. You shouldn't be eating that. Well, you be quiet. I know what I'm doing. You shouldn't be watching that. You be quiet. I know what I'm doing. What are they doing at that point? They're actually keeping away, keeping that which God has placed for them to escape death. When God speaks to you through even a little child to say, what you're doing is wrong. You shouldn't be doing that. Or you should be doing that. And you know in your heart what you're doing is wrong. Shutting down that voice that God is using at that point will be a sin to you. You can pray all you want night and day and say, Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. I want to be a good listener. I want to be someone who listens quickly and get everything. And you can pray all you want till you go down to the grave. But if you don't get rid of the pride, if you don't get rid of the pride, you can never get anything that God has for us because pride is our number one enemy. But if you humble yourself before God and say, Lord, you speak, I will listen. Even if a child comes and says that I'm wrong, I will take it because this is to save my soul. This is to save my soul. Being a quick listener to what God has for you or to hear what God has to say to you will save your soul. Being slow to speak will save your soul. Being slow to wrath will save your soul. Important, very important. God is speaking at this hour. It's very important. These three things are very important. These are there to save your soul. So you can't say, well, I'm saved already. No. If you give yourself over to these things, this will bring death. And I say these things, that means to wrath. If you give yourself over to wrath, and if you give yourself over to pride, if you give yourself over to not listening and keep talking and defending yourself, it will bring death. But if you give yourself over to being a quick listener, someone who is slow to speak and slow to wrath, then you can save your soul. God is speaking at this hour. Use the salt that God has given, which is needed. Use the sweet God has given, which is needed in the right proportion. And eat your meal, which has to be the main course 
do everything in the right balance. You will live healthy and you will live long. Same thing applies for your soul. Understand this. If you want to save your soul, that means if you want to escape the snares of the enemy, be someone who will humble yourself and take correction any time of the day or night. Through any means God has. Be slow to speak. Be slow to speak. Unless your words are faith building. Unless your word, your words contain God's word, which is the truth. Unless your words will bring comfort, peace, joy, Jesus to people. Don't use your words to cut anyone down. Don't use your words to put anyone down. Don't use your words to speak negative things over your own life. Don't use your words to speak bad things over your kids, over your spouse, over your parents, over your siblings, or whoever it is. Don't speak words that will affect you. Don't say things that you shouldn't say. You're out of anger, out of frustration, people say many things. They don't know. Whatever they say carries a lot of potential to do damage to their own soul, to their own bodies, to their own minds. What you speak is very important. That's why God's word says, be slow to speak. Be slow to speak. If you get upset, close your mouth. Don't open your mouth at that time. Because at that time you open your mouth, you will damage your own soul. God is speaking at this hour. If you get upset, close your mouth. Don't give yourself over to anger. If someone is provoking you, I should say. If you are in a situation where you're being provoked, close your mouth so that you can save your soul, that you don't damage your soul. It's better to close your mouth and to look like a fool than to open your mouth and say things that you will regret, say things that you won't even know is actually damaging your soul, your body, your mind, your spirit. God is speaking at this hour. It's important to have that self-control. It's very important to have that self-control. Impulsivity should not be there. It's something that every believer needs to work on. God is speaking at this hour. You need to understand this. Understand this. God wants you to grow, grow strong and grow spiritually healthy. In order for that to happen, truth has to be the center, the foundation of everything. And God's word is the truth. And God says in his word, be quick to listen. When God's counsel comes, be quick to listen. God's word comes. Be quick to listen. Don't heed the voice of the enemy. Don't give room to the voices that are outside, that are trying to compete with the voice of God. Don't give room for anything else. Do you know? It's from the enemy, not of God. Don't give room. Don't give room. Don't give room to your own voice, to your own feelings. And voice it out and damage yourself. Don't do that. Be quick to listen, slow to speak. You know, sometimes people say, that, oh, you know what? If I don't act out when I'm angry, if I don't shout when I'm angry, 
If I don't say what I want to say when I'm angry, that means the other person won't know my mind. Who cares? Do you want to kill yourself in the process? Be smart. If the other person doesn't get the point, fine, you pray. God will help the other person understand. Are you God? Are you God? You think that by your words, you can shout and scream and say whatever you want to say so the next person can understand. They won't understand. They're not going to get it like that. Nobody is going to get anything by your screaming. No, it's not going to happen. We don't wrestle with flesh and blood. It's not going to happen. God is speaking at this hour. It's important when your buttons are pushed, when you you feel like everybody is getting on your nerves, it's important to close your mouth. God is speaking this again and again and again. So take it very seriously. Be a good listener. Hear it. At that time, don't, don't try to speak. Don't. Don't. Because it'll damage your soul. If you want your soul to be safe and to be saved, it is important for you to understand that. If God says, don't give place to wrath and don't give place to the devil. If God says, be someone who's slow to speak, by you being slow to speak, you're being wise in the sight of God. And God will help those who humble themselves. If you humble yourself and you do what God tells you to do, God will lift you up. God will bless you. But if you do the opposite, then you will damage your soul. How many of you want to damage your soul? And if you say, well, I don't care. That means you are foolish. You're being foolish. If you don't care about your soul, you're being foolish because your soul will live forever. So if you want your soul to live, be quick to listen and listen to what God says. Be slow to speak. Don't blurt out anything and everything. And don't try to win your case by arguing to the very end. By doing that, you can damage your soul. Let God be God in your life. Let God be God in your life. Tell God, Lord, you told me to keep quiet, so I'm going to keep quiet. Try this and see. I challenge you. Try keeping your mouth shut. You know who will explode when they don't shout and scream? You know who? Those who don't have God. Those who don't have Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior will explode. You know why? Because they can't handle it. They don't have God inside of them to help them. But if you have Jesus inside of you, and if you see things go the wrong way and people come and say whatever you don't want to hear, it is at that point you close your mouth and you talk to God. There's something that God had me teach in our life training school and over here too. You're not going to just keep your mouth shut and just be quiet and say, okay, I'm not saying anything because God said, be slow to speak. And, and so I'm just going to keep it in and you watch out one day. It's going to all come out because I can't take it. No, God is not calling you to be a silent sufferer. No, no. If you know that you're on the winning side, you're not a silent sufferer at that point. You know what you're doing is with a cause. You know what you're doing is with a cause. This picture the Spirit of God is bringing before me at this hour. Say, 
you're walking and something got stuck in your heel. When something gets stuck in your heel, what are you going to do at that point? I'm going to take your heel and look at it and go, oh, I don't know what to do. No. If it's a small thing, you know how to take it out. You know how to squeeze that and you know how to press it and you know how to take it out. And some of you, you know, you know how to use safety pin or whatever it is. How to, if it's a small thing, if it's a big thing, go to the doctor. But you know how to. The bottom line is whether you're going to hold your heel or somebody's going to hold your heel to get it out. You give yourself over to that, not because you feel like I feel so dumb now. Somebody else is trying to get this out and oh, I feel so dumb now that because I'm trying to get this out. No, you know that this is coming out. You don't want to live in pain. Pride causes pain. Understand. You need to get it out. If you need to close your mouth in order for it to get out, close your mouth. Because you won't have pain. That pain will be removed from your life. God is speaking at this hour. In your life, if you want to see God do big things, if you want to see God do big things in your life, you need to be someone who's willing to give yourself so that that which is causing pain can be pulled out of you. You know it's coming out. You know that's why it's being squeezed. Yeah, it hurts a little bit. It can even hurt a little more. But your eyes are on it to see it's coming out. Is it coming out? You know, whether you're using forceps or whatever it is. Is it coming out? And once it comes out, you're so relieved. Until then, we still, we continue to squeeze. But you give yourself over to that, knowing that it's coming out. Not make a big scene over it. But you wait, your focus is for that thorn or whatever it is, a glass piece or whatever it is to come out. God is speaking to us at this hour. If you want that which is causing pain in your life to be taken out, you need to be someone who will uproot that pride out. You close your mouth and you're going to be at peace because you know I'm not going to give room to pride. That pride is out. Every time you close your mouth, you know that you have won the battle at that point because you're doing it God's way. The peace that passes all understanding will guard your heart and mind through Jesus Christ, our Lord, according to his word. When? When you humble yourself. When you humble yourself and accept the word of God that God gives to you, which is slow down, slow to speak, but quick to listen, slow to speak, quick to listen, and slow to wrap. God says, that which is causing you pain will be removed from your life. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Let's just go back to that verse, verse 29. Because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. You need to have this in mind. If human anger does not produce that which God desires, or the wrath of men does not work the righteousness of God, will God say, well, it's not going to work the righteousness of God, so do it slowly, so it will slowly not work the righteousness of God? No. That slow to speak 
and slow to get angry. The slow to get angry part is talking about what you should and what you should not do. God is saying, slow down. Slow down. May you listen to God. And when it's righteous indignation, do it God's way. Don't go overboard. When it comes to man's wrath, don't give any place to man's wrath. God says, have that self-control. Be quick to listen. Quick to listen to everything that God has. Slow to speak. When you feel like you're getting angry, pull that harness. When you feel like you're getting angry, tell yourself, oh no, oh no you don't, oh no you don't. That's it. You're going to close your mouth. And when you close your mouth, you know what you have to picture? You're kicking that pride out. Forget about the next person. You know, at that point, a lot of times people think about the next person, get angry at them, and in the process, they become a failure. Don't give room to the devil. Don't give room to anger. Don't give room to pride because they are your enemies. They are there to destroy your soul. In doing what God has told you to do, which is to be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. You will save your souls. Shall we close our eyes and look to the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Father, thank you, Lord, for this word that you gave from heaven during this hour. Lord, I pray that you will help your people to take this to heart. And help your people, Lord, to be doers of your word and not hearers only. Father, help them to understand more and more and more. The eternal things of God. Bless your people all the more, Father. Each and every one who's here. I ask for your blessing to descend upon them at this hour. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Help them, oh God. Help them at this hour, Father. I speak your blessing upon them at this hour. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. To receive the strength. To be quick to listen. That they may be quick to push aware everything that will interfere with their listening capacity, ability. They may shut everything, every other voice that is not of God, including their own voice. They may be quick to listen so they can hear of Father. May they hear and may they be quick to listen. May they be slow to speak in Jesus' name, and slow to wrath. Bless your people, Father. Lord, I know you've spoken to your people. I pray may they take what you've spoken, and may they live by it. You love each and every one, Father. You want them to live. And today, tonight, you've spoken. Your words of eternal life that is powerful to impart your life into them. Because you want them to live. Because you love them so much. You are teaching them, Father, ways and strategies that they need to use in order to defeat this pride, in order to defeat this anger. Oh, Lord, in order to defeat that which is 
causing them pain. That which is damaging their souls, oh Lord. Thank you for your love. Thank you for what you have spoken this night, Father. Bless your people. Because we have you. When we close our mouth and begin to talk to Jesus about it, we become free on the inside. Whatever is happening is not bottled on the inside, but it's all given over to God. Hallelujah. So there's no room for bitterness. There's no room for anger. There's no room for vengeance. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your people. Bless your people. Bless your people. With the blessing that you alone can bless them with. Oh, Holy Spirit, I pray that you will touch every heart, every mind, every body, every spirit. Let the power of God descend upon your people at this hour. Whatever they are seeking you for, I pray according to your perfect will, let it be granted to them, Father. I bind all the works of darkness in Jesus' name. The word that you've released tonight upon your people, Father, may that word be received speedily by your people. Oh, that they may live by it, Father. Thank you, Lord. I praise you. Lord, may your presence continue to be with them this night and lead them all through this week. I thank you for doing this. In Jesus' most precious name, I pray. Amen. Amen. May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. May the Lord lift up our, may the Lord lift up his countenance upon us and bless us with his peace. Hallelujah. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all now. And until we see Jesus face to face, amen.